Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. And I'm Amanda. Oh, there it goes. Ooh, there was a strong delay on that one. Um, and I'm uh, a little under the weather. Oh, great. It, it's a weird sickness where uh, I haven't been all that sick, but it just keeps lingering and getting stronger. It's like getting concentrated. I don't get it. But here it's the worst. Yeah. yeah. So we are 100% remote today. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, we're going through a little bit of a heat wave here in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. I mean, it's yeah. worse for me because my air conditioner is not working right now. Apparently, it is a water source heat pump, Oof. which I've never heard of before, but they oh. cost about $10,000, apparently, oh, and they shit. only last 15 years, uh, and this place is 15 years old, so that's what Damn. I'm dealing with. Oh, yeah, and they can't get the parts for three to four months. Like, I'm going to need them then. <laughs> so you're going to repair it or replace it? Um, if I repair it, like, I don't know, I could get maybe a year or two uh, out of it more. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to do that. We'll see. And they're wow. going to come out and take another look, but we'll see. So I, this is actually weird because it, it reminds me a lot of growing up out in East County where it was blazing hot and I'd sit in my room just in boxers playing video games on the computer. <laughs> and, uh, it's pretty much what I'm doing now, man. Yeah. <laughs> come full circle. Hey. I've been there, man. Full I, moved, circle. I moved to East County when I was, uh, whatever it was, but I had like, I had two computers because I I used to have friends come over, so we used to, would land Counter Strike or whatever. So I had it on a picnic table, no AC. I remember it was so fucking hot out there. Yeah, same thing. Always gaming in my uh, my boxers. But uh, one time I was sleeping, dude. I was passed out after a drunken night. I wake up and ants were in my mouth trying to get moisture for their little colony, dude. And not not one or two ants, like a stream of ants. Oh God, dude, that's like my yeah. nightmare. Yeah, it was pretty rough. They were delicious, I... though. Are you <sighs> terrified of ants? No, man. Like one time, I was at like I used to live with my friends. It was like me and three other guys. Um, mind you, we all were inside one room playing games with no fucking vent, uh, so like the AC wouldn't hit in there. Um, but what happened one time is like we had like a party and everything, and we ordered pizza and like, we just left the pizza on the counter and I'm Mexican me. I'm like, Oh yeah. The pizza's still fine. Let me just pop that bitch in the microwave. And, uh, I put it in the microwave and like, as soon as it starts, I hear it start hearing popping sounds. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I open the door and like, nothing's on the pizza or anything, but I look inside the box of the, like, and there's just nothing but ants on top of it. Mm. And I'm just like, fuck dude. I almost ate this. <laughs> yeah. It was all bad. I mean, ants are rather tasty. It's not a big deal. But yeah, I don't like them robbing me of my moisture. I'll tell you that. Uh, what little there is. East County out here is basically away from the ocean. So that's why it's so goddamn hot. Not to mention the mountains that block any air coming from the ocean, too. It's yeah. rough out there, Bobby. That's why you're so, such a mean bastard dude you just grew up on the- i didn't notice it i didn't notice it when i was young now when i go yeah. back and visit my parents i'm like oh my god i lived out here how did i do this yeah i don't like the heat and when i play video games on my computer that's really when it gets bad because my pl- i live downtown you know got a cool breeze coming in it's not too bad but when i'm sitting at the computer and this thing's just cooking away oh man it gets bad yeah um I feel like you started playing Fallout 4 and started having flashbacks of you scouting and shut it down. <laughs> this is not the game for me. They got the ghouls and everything, just like yeah. County. There is, dude. I when I was doing Uber, it I went to drop I went to right. drop somebody off in East County and uh it was at like one in the morning and it's straight up the walking dead out there. It's just crackheads roaming through the fucking it was scary. Do you I, wanna I buy never... some psycho? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we have hill people. Wow. It's uh we have people. It's, it's a problem. <laughs> We're not painting a very hill, good light. Hills have eyes. <laughs> you're gonna get a uh, you're gonna get a dude with like one big foot and one tiny foot at your door tomorrow and be like, "You talking shit about East Valley?" <laughs> we got to we got to talk uh, about video games. We have to. I, I'm trying to pull it back, man. I keep yeah. trying to pull it back to video. Say, games. This is a video game podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk about first of all. Let's give a quick shout out to King Tyron. Uh, subbing for two months and gifted five subs. Thank you very much, man. That is awesome. Thanks, dude. Is that our YouTube admirer? Hell yeah. 
Oh yeah, that's uh, that's Christian's fan. Yeah, he yeah. loves Christian. My one fan, it's his favorite. Woo! Yeah. Shout it out. It is Christian, actually. And we got a, we got another hot one coming in from Recycled Forty Nine Months. Thanks for the sub, man. That's that's uh, hell of, a hell of a lot of months. Hell He's in yeah. the lead. That's Forty Nine Months is how long we've been doing this. He's been subbing since we've been on Twitch. Has it missed a month? Yep. All right. He was he was late one week, but then I uh, I applied some pressure, so uh, he came back around. Getting the shakedown. All right, let's talk about video games on the radar. Games that have come to our attention. I'll kick it off. I just got one this week, and it's a it's a card game. It's not a video game, and it doesn't have a name yet. It's the Disney card game, and the article that I read is pretty interesting. They want to compete with Magic and Pokemon. They said that it's not going to be as competitive as those because they want it to be more accessible for people, but it's going to incorporate all the Disney characters, like everything under the Disney IP. Um, And so it sounds like there's going to be characters involved in this. I I wonder how they'll they'll do it. It's uh, by a company called Ravensburger. They've been around a long time, done some stuff. I'm not familiar with them, but that's an interesting idea. And that's pretty brave to say, hey, we're going to take on Magic the Gathering. But Disney's a big IP and it's got a lot to work with. You know what I'm thinking this might lead to is we're going to see like Marvel characters start to leak into it and shit like that. Sure. Like the, yeah. Like yeah. expansions for everything. And Star um, Wars. Yep. Why yeah. not? If if the, if the initial launch is Good. strong, yeah, I could see fucking Marvel DLC, uh, Star Wars DLC. And probably it's actually called Lorcana, Lorcana, the trading card game, which is a pretty good name, I think. Is that yeah, the name of it? Uh, yeah, Disney Lorcana. Lorcana trading card game. I, I think that's already a game that's out there, actually, Lorcana. I, I'm not sure. When I read the it's, article. Oh, what's that, Raven, Nick? It says Ravensburg Disney launches uh, Lorcana ship in fall of 2023. Okay, maybe it is Lorcana. Sorry, I can't read. It's really small. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see if it's any good. But they said that we know card games. It's a you know it's a it's a long de- uh, not development on it, but uh, it, they're made to uh, go for a long time. So we're in it for the long haul. We've already got the expansions planned out and everything. Like it's going to roll out over years, really. So I don't know. One hundred and thirty nine year old game publisher. Wow. Damn. Damn. That's a that, that's title. like. A, that's like the Atari or something, right? They invented fucking horseshoe, man. <laughs> they threw, they invented throwing rocks at each other <laughs> without the intent to kill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about we do the same thing? But we only throw each other's legs. Okay, it's got like... it. <laughs> oh man, um, I only have one as well, and it's also a Disney product. I feel like I've talked about this before, but um, more and more info is coming out about it, and it's finally got its own Steam page. It's a Disney Dreamlight Valley. It's a um, it's essentially Animal Crossing, but in the Disney universe. Um, it's not supposed to be as challenging, but it's supposed to have more aspects to it. Um, like gardening can be accelerated and things like that. Um, so you can actually download the Avatar Designer tool right now. But the planned release date is in two days. So, um, I know. Di- I mean, I know Leslie's for sure gonna buy this, and then um, probably like my sister in law as well, and all the other Disney people I know. So, um, wh- first of all, what's happening to this podcast? I guess we got bought up by Disney, and nobody told me. Um, but uh, also, uh, I want to talk about right? this. But also, what happened think- to? To comment on that, I think the reason that there's a lot of Disney news is because D23, their big expo, is coming out uh, September 9th. So there's a lot of Disney news right now, a lot of uh, rumors and releases and stuff. And there's going to be a lot more details after the 9th when they have D23. Wow. It sounds like you are bought out, dude. Not not the third plug. You did it. You you made it worse. Uh, Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars Corporation. Thank you. what was I going to say? Oh, have you guys continued to play Dinkum? I'm just curious. Um, no. No. Okay. <laughs> it's just, it's not. It, so the way the controls work are really whack, to be honest. Um, it's like a weird mixture of like, you can turn the camera, which is like part of like the allure of the game because Animal Crossing is in one camera angle at all times. 
but like this one you can turn the camera and shit but it's just not conducive when you play it like it's like hit the click and then swing and shit like that so i feel like i'm playing like a strategy game as i'm playing so i don't, Interesting. I don't like it because you you uh made hmm. it sound like it was awesome no it, it's yeah. awesome if you can get used to it and apparently like it's like it doesn't take that long but i'm i'm a big first impressions guy so since i didn't like it immediately like just the controls people learn controls man but it's a great game all right all right days are you a disney person at all i never hear you talk about what? any other stuff no not so much i mean i really liked mulan growing up that was like the disney yeah. was that even disney I don't, i'm not that disney. That's my disney, favorite disney though. man because disney was always like yeah yeah mulan's my favorite too it, it was finally like a chick that wasn't like a little dainty princess like you know it's just badass i mean i liked aladdin as well but i'm not yeah. massive into disney i'm bigger into harry potter gotcha hey, dude Fucking Vivian is now just like screaming Harry Potter, just Harry Potter the whole week, huh? Probably because it makes you guys laugh every time. (laughs) Dude, she just really mimics everything we say, so we really gotta watch what we watch or what should we say? It's like quicksand, you know, you're sinking. Speaking of sinking, uh, on the radar, I put (laughs) uh, the sinking city, it's a HP Lovecraft kind of vibe i guess it's set in the 1920s in the east coast of the united states and you're essentially like a private investigator trying to figure out like where the fuck you are how to get out and what's going on and you keep kind of accessing almost like this loop like you keep looping back um but it looks so far like a pretty amazing game that initially starts off with like what the fuck like right now we're watching fish that were in a puddle that then gets sucked up to this to the sky which is water and it comes crashing down and so it just seems really kind of dark and a little creepy but like a fun game i'm a big sucker for investigative games as well like anytime you're like figure out this shit i'm like hell yeah so this kind of looks like it but in an hp lovecraft kind of world which is great it's like a 2D 2D side scroller, huh? Or mm. it looks maybe it changes it changes views. No, I don't think it's a 2D. Yeah, it looks like a 3D. Yeah, I think it changes views. I remember and... when this yeah. came out. I was yeah. looking at this. It, it looked interesting, and you know they've tried to make a lot of HP Lovecraft games and never quite nailed it. Um, so I had some high expectations for this, and I think the reviews were pretty middling. I don't know. They weren't spectacular, but uh, I don't know. It could still be good. When were you in the future, and why didn't you tell us about it? This comes out in 2023, Bobby. I, I think you're on the wrong page, dude. It's not a 2D side-scrolling game. No. <laughs> yeah, I think out. you're looking at the wrong thing, man. Oh, yeah. I see what happened. The I thought it was. I thought the February. Yeah, it came out uh, last year. God damn, sorry guys. I thought Sinking City, Bramble, the Mountain was all one game. <laughs> <laughs> what game did you just discover, dog? Well, I, I had to cut and pay, copy and paste because somebody Bramble. didn't put their links in. Alright, sorry. I'm sorry, I thought I, I totally thought sorry. I did, but you're right. I, I guess I did not. <laughs> Alright. Well, what, what is Bramble the Mountain King? No, Let me tell you. <laughs> Yeah, let's no, go right into that next. Yeah, so Bramble the Mountain King. Yeah, is uh, is another one that I put on the radar that's coming out in 2023. And this one kind of um, reminds me of... Fuck, of course, as soon as I say that, I blank on the actual game. Uh, what it's called. They just came out with, it, like, My Little Nightmares or something, I think it was oh, called. Oh, uh, Little Nightmares. Anyway, this is like a... Yeah, like a side-scroller that... Yeah, Little Nightmares. This kind of reminds me of that in a way, but more of like a druid nature spin of it, you know, or at least more so. Um, it's kind of a spoopy, like, yeah, side-scroller, but has different angles of stuff. Like, I I was first drawn to this because I was watching this little guy, like, moving through mud, and this, like, creature was coming out and, like, trying to grab him. And I was like, oh, God, this is intense, and this is going to be fun. It looks really cool. But, yeah, you're like this little boy going through trying to find the Bramble King and you're tiny. And it kind of reminds me too of like, it takes two. I, I'm getting a lot of vibes from that as well. Um, but this looks like a very creepy semi horror version of that kind of a game, but it looks, I think it looks cool as fuck. Graphically. It reminds me of unraveled. If uh, some people oh, have ever played yeah. that. 
It looks like a, you know, in Unraveled oh, yeah. and this name, it kind of goes for photorealism, but like, like a fantasy version. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, looks good. I really liked Unraveled. And I liked Little Nightmares. I haven't pulled the trigger on Little, Little, Little Nightmares 2. I haven't pulled the trigger yet um, because it's like 30 bucks. I think it might be coming to Game Pass, though. That sounds right. Ooh, nice. Yeah, and this game would probably be perfect on Game Pass as well. Uh, all right, what else you got, Dave? Yeah, what is banana nana Oh, well, it's me again? All right. Yeah, so this game, I actually thought of Bobby when I was playing this game because there's a demo out for it. And yeah, it's called the Banana Nabab. Yeah, Banana Nababber. Yeah. It's... um. I don't know. It's odd. It's kind of like a retro style game, and essentially, like I guess it's it's similar to what would you call it? like a Metroidvania almost. Uh, you're kind of jumping around trying to kill bosses and stuff, with, and you have different characters. Um, where yeah, you're just you're moving through the level. And when I played it, it was kind of funny. You're playing different creatures that have different skills. Like I think the first one you play is like Peter Nose Pepper or something like that. And yeah, the, that's actually the guy showing right now. He's got like a big nose and he just launches stuff. But they different creatures have different weapons that you can use and you're just going through boss levels and I guess it's a more of a dungeon crawler then, huh? But yeah, it came uh, out on the 13th of August and I want to say it was... I want to say it's free. Yeah, it's free. I don't know. A it's lot of free. positive reviews. Looks it's free. Definitely, definitely looks for like a tough. Metroidvania. Um, to me. That's good. Yeah, character design. Mm-hmm. Really yeah, it's pretty out nightmare, there. Nightmare inducing. Yeah, it's pretty pretty weird. I kind of was on like a weird spoopy fucking kick this weekend. Apparently, like the horror and stuff. I don't know. It's fun. <laughs> Halloween is uh, coming up. Hell yeah. yeah, that's Which, what's happening. Days, have you ever true. played the first Little Nightmares? No, I can't. I am um, a pussy, and I'm scared of scary games, even though I'm drawn to them. So no, but I'm the same. It, I'm the same yeah, way. I can handle spooky to a point, but I'm the same way. And oh, like uh, you and I are both chicken shit. Yeah, and that's like right at my level. That's as far as I'll go. Right there is like the cartoons with creepy two long okay. arms and stuff. Yeah, it's right there. So anyway, yeah. uh, I think you can pick it up for ninety nine cents sometimes. Um, you could probably get it somewhere. I, I highly recommend it, though. It's very good. All right. I'm going to try and get it on Switch. I feel like it would be good on that. I think Days has like a five-second delay or a four-second yeah, delay. We have like a correspondent, and they're like, you know, very far away, and they do like the nod before they start talking. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> that is really unfortunate. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Okie All right. Well, let's move on to highlights here, because that's it for on the radar games that we did play. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely confirmed this week that uh, I, I cannot continue with World of Warcraft. Wrath of the Lich King, the classic, uh, the new um, WoW classic expansion that they're releasing did come out. You can only level up to, I think, 70. And then on yes. the 26th, you can fully level up till till 80. I jumped back in it and um, I thought, you know, I played I played a lot of Wrath. That was 2008. Sure, you know, maybe this will be like old times. And right away, I was just like, oh, God, this is this is rough. And I've never played a, a WoW Classic game except for like that really short demo at BlizzCon when they announced the original WoW Classic. It's kind of hard to demo that game, too. Mm. It's so long. But right away, I was just like, wow, okay, I no, I can't do this again. But what's really interesting is I've got a friend who is uh, getting into WoW for the first time. I talked about it maybe two weeks ago. And uh, the whole plan was everybody was going to get into Wrath of the Lich King Classic when it came out and you know run the 10-man raids. And uh, it's really strange because he, he learned or he played WoW the opposite way that we all did. He started with retail and then he went back to a classic version. So he has no nostalgia. He's completely unbiased, totally objective here. And he is hating it. He's just like this is ridiculous. Like why why would anybody play this instead of retail? He just and like when he asked that, I I said well, eh, and then I, I reached for something and it just wasn't there. I realized like yeah, they um they made the game easier and more accessible, sure, but they it's a lot better. Honestly, retail is a lot better. 
the game has gotten better, but you know, it's still like the nostalgia is super strong with these games and that's why people play it. That's as soon as I logged in and I saw like the loading screen and like, you know, the, the UI, how it was before, like everything was just like, oh my God, I know exactly where everything is. It was super comfortable, but honestly, um, I don't know, man. I don't know about classic. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And they're doing something weird with the price too. So the game, you know, if you subscribe to uh wow, you get classic for free, but they have like this $50 and $60 upgrade, or maybe they're different prices, but they're around there. And they really don't see, it's like a couple of cosmetic stuff for your main account. I, I don't know. But um, yeah. I got to, what my guess is, dude, is like delayed gratification and working hard for what you earn, you know, like, uh, yeah. That's basically, and that's hard to wrap up and tell somebody it's better because it's harder. Like it, it's counterintuitive, but I think a lot of people are thinking of that because when every time you guys say like, um, "Man, uh, old school, old school WoW was so much harder," uh, and you had to actually earn everything you you did, and uh, not anybody could actually get to the top. And then I just go to EverQuest, which was 10 times harder than that. And I'm like, well, you kids that played Classic WoW don't know what you were talking about. Because this game was so much harder. And like, yeah, man, it's just like everything gets streamlined and open to more people. And more people like it. But still, it's, you know, it, that's I th really think that's what it is. It's delayed gratification that we're missing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that's it. You know, it was, it was harder. And some people think that was better because you had to earn it. But what ends up happening is you just get all these add-ons that um, pretty much make the game similar to retail. One specific complaint my friend had was with questing. So uh, in, yeah. <laughs> in, uh, no in, in retail, variety. well, I mean, first of all, the questing is very unclear in retail. It's very clear. Like you get this quest and it takes you over to this area and it gives you a few quests in that area. Like the chain is very clear, but also it shows you on the map. This is where you uh you go to do this quest and like the enemies are in this area if you hover over an enemy it says like hey this is you need to kill a bunch of these because they drop the thing you need for the quest none of that in um in uh, classic you actually have to read the text in the quest yeah. and use your brain to figure it out but of course nobody does that they get the add-on you know they get questy quest helper whatever and they just it, it makes it like like retail so i don't know remember i think it was retail late in retail or late for me in retail but like you could like couldn't you just slash run and it would just run you to the next uh you don't even have to walk there it'll just run you to the next i think it was an add-on it would run you to the next uh quest marker that was an add-on yes you're correct yeah i was just like oh my god why am i even sitting here just they banned that they banned that yeah. add-on by the way yeah yeah, anyway. so at a certain point, it's like the game doesn't need you, you know? Like, what are you doing? You're just, like, you're doing just chores. Yeah. I um, I think one of the other things that involves, like, why people like classics so much is, you said de delayed gratification, but as weird as this sounds, I think it's, like, the, the weird, like, membrane theory where there's, like, a barrier between all the try-hard people and all, like, the really, like, loose casual people, because, like, in like retail wow you have so much things to do if you're not like an extreme player that raids all the time like you can do the pet battles you can do uh time walking you can do all this other shit that's super easy but for people that play like old like wrath or bc or or just original classic i i think what they really want is like they know the people that are playing it are going to play it for a while and they're going to be trying as hard as they can because when I played Classic, it was honestly more work in the sense of, like, I'm being pressured every day to play, to maintain shit. And I'm like, dude, I can't keep doing this. Well, they, why, one, of the, one of the big things that they changed with WoW over the years, uh, like, daily quests. And what they were doing is throttling the player. They knew the game was just, like, pure heroin, right? And that people were just getting addicted, like, to an unhealthy degree. And, you know, people just, like, either had to cut themselves off or ruin them, their lives. So they started throttling players with these daily quests and other things. So now when you play retail, like, you can only get so much done unless you start up a new character. You can only get so much done per day, per week on your on your hero. Um, with with the old versions of WoW, you could spend your entire life on there. Like, yeah. it, it was just... 
there was like an actual economy that was like more valuable like the current like gold was more valuable than some countries like currency because people were working so hard and shit like yeah yeah all right what do you guys got amelia i want to hear about god of war dude it's one of my favorite games of all time and i got a tattoo because of it tell me what you think hey it sucks it's bullshit i can't believe anybody would like it that no um <laughs> uh it's obviously a very good game uh it's you know it's up there with what some of the best games ever made and stuff um i haven't seen anything new uh you know it's a third person action adventure um but they do every it's, it's kind of like um uh, among or the last of us like you don't see anything new but everything is done with precision and uh, done perfectly you know um uh, the combination of things that they do is pretty cool, though. Um, you have your uh, son with you, um, and you're on this mission to take your your the wife's ashes to the top of the hill, top uh, hop, top of the mountain. And um, there's no cutscenes uh, for the most part. There's just banter between them as you go through uh, the game. And Kratos is very uh, rough on his son, as you would think. You know, he's like this badass warrior, king, whatever. And uh, he's pretty rough on him. But, you know, he sees his mother in him uh, a lot of the time. And it softens Kratos just a little bit. Just enough to, like, make him second guess what he's doing or change something. He's like, no, we're not going to do that. It's dangerous. And then he's like, why are you doing that? Uh, you said it was dangerous, and you're like, "Well, it's what your mom would have liked, or whatever." You're like, you, uh, that kind of stuff happens throughout. So I like, I like that the storytelling is happening at, from what you're observing, and not, not just like cutaways or text or something like that. It's one of the better ways to tell a story, so that's pretty good. Um, yeah. I also go there's, ahead. Se- there's seamless cutscenes, so like you play, and then like. You going through something or pressing something will activate the cutscene, but like the camera angle stays consistent, and so like that's how they tell the whole story. It kind of seems like the game is all in one big shot if you don't die at all or anything. So yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, I wouldn't, I still wouldn't call it a cutscene because you're still in control. It's basically a dialogue reel plays. What unfortunately though, if one of those like any of them get cut off because monsters come out. I'm like, fuck, what did I miss? You know, like, what was he about to say or whatever? Which is, it doesn't happen very often, but it does happen. And uh, everyone, they did a very good job of, like, writing a small child. What is he, 9, 10, 11, something like that? I believe, he, I believe he's 12. Okay. Check. Um, but he he does kid stuff still, you know? Like, he'll be not paying attention and just, like, looking out in the in at the wilderness. And then Kratos would be like, boy, there's a there's a monster right there he's like oh yeah 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 whatever and then he'll like you know he get on it and uh yeah just like kid stuff they wrote it really well um there's not very many npcs i mean very little i've met three npcs two of them are dwarf brothers dwarven brothers that hate each other uh their their voice acting is i love it impeccable um i I like them so much one's a really asshole that can't stop cussing what the fuck do you want yeah what yeah you fucking bitch you know he talks to you like that and the other one's like a little scaredy cat um the dichotomy between the two brothers is great um but other than that um i'm having a hard time with the inventory system i'm probably going to watch a video on that because there's a lot going on there It, it looks it's this it's deeper than it looks and somebody just knocked on the door so i'm gonna wrap this up and let somebody else talk um, one thing I will say about this game is that I think what Emilio was trying to say in the beginning was that it, it, there's nothing new. Like you said, it's a third person action game. I think what they focused on is instead of doing anything new, they focused on doing everything right. Um, that's why I love this game is that like no item feels useless. No like weapon or armor feels useless. Like it all has a point. And so it's a it's a really fun play. So if you haven't picked it up, it's available on PC now uh, as of like January of this year. But and it doesn't. I've never really seen it go on sale. But I know they have like coupon codes for it sometimes. So 
All right. All right. Who wants to go next here? I've got one left, so I'm holding it. Uh, all what right. What's cut yeah. to the core? Reporting to you all from the Roller Dome, since we've got a little fun, you know, newscaster thing going on here. Yes, reporting live from the Roller Dome. It is a brawling kind of uh, arena game that takes basically elements from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater with your favorite shooter or John Wick. You get dual pistols. You get all the stylized art that comes in this game. You get sick tricks to get ammo and you're shooting dudes as you sit there and spin and flip and do all kinds of cool shit over them. It is a very fun game. Uh, I have it with a controller. I definitely recommend a controller. I think I first tried playing it with keyboard and mouse and once they were like, you're going to hold W, Q, and tap E, I was like, fuck that. I'm out of here. Give me that controller. (laughs) (laughs) It's so much easier with the controller, dude. Well, because you can do all kinds of tricks. That's why it's a lot like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater because at first I was like, oh, is this like Jet Set Radio? Radio Future, but a but a shooter that would be incredible, but not quite. It's a little bit more like yeah, like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, but then a shooter element where you're trying to kill everything in the dome and be the last one living. Like yeah, like an arena style thing. And the different dudes that shoot at you, they have all kinds of different ones. There's dudes with guns. There's dudes that are running around trying to chase you in swords. There was a guy that I was fighting that had a grenade launcher. Oh, very fucking annoying, but. <laughs> But it was a very fun game. The music's solid, you know, and it's it's a cool game. I definitely recommend if you liked Tony Hawk and, and even Jet Set Radio Future. Like, it's it, it's got a really cool vibe to it, and it's a lot of fun. It looks awesome. It looks like a lot of fun. Such a sucker for uh, cel-shaded graphics, and then they, yeah. they, did it, they did it so well, and uh, the action looks great. I, th- everything about this looks fucking awesome. It's really nice, dude, because, yeah, like I said, when you start running out of bullets, you have to do different tricks to to replenish your ammo, and it's just pretty easy. You can honestly just keep, like, going up ramps and then just slowly spinning, and you'll get, like, 10 rounds, (laughs) so you can do that, but you can also do, like, crazy sick shit of, like, a backflip and spinning while you're holding your uh, skates. It's it's really fun, and it's a lot more um, combo and complicated than I was expecting it to be. Um, so it's pretty fun. It's good. Definitely recommend. So the more extreme your trick, the more ammo you get out of it or okay. Even cooler. Um, Yeah. The more extreme it is, the higher points you would get. And also to like the higher amount of ammo you would get, which is fun. And then you kill dudes to regain, uh, to regain health, which is cool too. And then there's oh, different like objectives that you have to do. Like you have to get a certain amount of kickflips or something, you know, and shit. well, not kickflips, that's skateboarding, but like you have to do a certain amount of tricks and shit with your, uh, with your skates. You know, what I'm doing right now is I'm installing this cause we have family share. Yeah, Rock buddy. You're going to enjoy it. Cool. It's good. <laughs> well, this game is uh 30 bucks and just came out August 16th. So pretty new. I had to get it. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that. Uh, Back to you, Jan. Way to yeah. lean into that. I, I really I enjoyed that. That was good. Well, I didn't say that, but yes. Back back to you, uh, Bobby. <laughs> what do you in, got? In the studio. Okay, so the other game that I played this week was called Rogue Heroes Ruins of Tassos. And this game really impressed me. Um, some friends of mine that I, I play Heroes of the Storm with, they were playing it. And they talked me into buying it. It was on sale for like eight bucks. And I think, I don't know what the typical price of it is but the way they pitched it it was what's the super nintendo legend of zelda game link to the past i think it's linked to the past right? yeah okay it's linked to the past multiplayer and you know that's my favorite zelda game i love that one i i recently played it uh about a year ago i think i i played it uh start to finish on an emulator um so yeah, I decided to check it out. And what's cool is you can make your own character, go out, do do uh, quests. They have quests um, and you know you level your character up, you level up attributes on it like an RPG. And then you can take that character and join other people's games. And you can both earn XP and do quests together. It always defaults to the person who's the least furthest along in the game. But it's, it is very similar, similar to uh, Link to the Past. Uh, even graphically i mean the graphics aren't uh aren't like spectacular but um the way that they set up like the dungeons and just uh 
you know, like the railing, just like the little things look just like Link to the Past. There are a few things that are different about it. It has that same open world map, but you are gated. You can't go into certain areas until you get like the flute or the grappling hood, which is basically the hook shot from Link to the Past or the hammer, which, you know, they had in Link to the Past. Um, and you go into different dungeons too. When you go into these dungeons, uh, you get gems and the gems are what you use to spend on upgrades, upgrading your attacks, your health, you know, the usual stuff. Uh, which is a little different than Link to the Past. You had some gear in that, but you didn't really level your character up or get to pick like where you wanted to put points into. So that is kind of fun. And it's up to four players multiplayer. What's really funny is, so when you, uh, there's like a bestiary. That's like a common term that we all know in video games, right? A bestiary? Yeah. Like is a- that from Pokemon? I think that's from no, Pokemon. No, Pokemon is like every game, man. Yeah, it's like in every game. But Pokemon has a, they call it something out like a Pokedex or something. Yep, you are correct. Okay, yep. all right. Okay, I'm not as out of it as I thought. But what's funny, the way you put uh, enemies and characters in this is you get this actual book and you have to go hit them with it. Uh, I think just <laughs> once. But um, yeah, you got you to gotta book them. But, uh, and then do you, do you, I mean, does that give you weaknesses for them? Is there, is it a good thing to do? I don't know. Other than, I haven't yeah. even looked. I think it just gives you information. Isn't that what most bestiaries are? They're just like, this enemy is blah, 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 and a bunch of shit I don't care about. You know? Yeah, it's like a yeah, bunch of like shit. A, or, or like an encyclopedia of creatures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in The Witcher, I think. And then um, some other... There's a game I'm playing right now. Oh, yeah. It's uh, God of War. In the bestiary, uh, the more you fight that guy, you keep putting... It's funny because the, the, the sun is writing a journal as the adventure goes on and that's kind of like your menu and anyway he uh he writes the bestiary he draws it out and stuff and then he if you find the weakness he'll add a note he'll be like oh when dad does this the monster does this and then you'll know how to like go the monster into doing a certain ability so yeah they they can they can be useful uh two things on this bobby um if you're level 10 and your friend joins and he's level 35 um is you have a level 35 guys helping you out with level 10 quests is that how it works yeah they can steamroll through stuff now there's not really character levels but you can level up like your attack and and your health and all that so yeah if somebody is like way higher than you they're just going to steamroll through a lot of stuff and kind of carry you through it it i mean look at this game it's not that advanced it's not going to do the whatever they do in games to balance that but yeah. still it's fun i mean it, it it doesn't look like much. This game came out a year ago, kind of slid under the radar, never heard of it, but it's a, it's a good time, man. I'm enjoying it. it. It's very Legend of Zelda, but you get to play with your buddies. And it's like, you don't have to do it completely together. Like you can play it on your own and then team up when you want to. Hmm. Well, uh, I will say one thing about uh, Zelda and uh, games of this type. I read an article, like one of the, some of the things that made Zelda the best game ever made or whatever. It's like, just like you said, like you need the flute, right? So you'll go up to, or the hammer, you'll go up and you'll be able to see the other area that you want to get into. You'll like see higher level monsters. You might see some, some loot and you'll be like, man, I really want this stuff, but this damn bush is in my way. Like I, how do I get through this bush? And then you won't even need, you won't know that you need the hammer until you find the hammer. And then you'll be like, I can smash those bushes. And it's just like, it's such a good uh, feeling when you're like, I can finally get over, or I have the grappling hook and I can cross that ravine. It's such a good feeling when you get it. And it's so much more imaginative than a blue key card. You know what I mean? It's like actual thing that you need. And not only do you need, let's say in another game, a wrench, and then you can open the door or whatever it is. You you actually use the thing to to uh, to traverse the environment. It's so much more satisfying than, like what I said, like a blue or red key card. Yeah, it's a, it's an adventure puzzle game. A lot of puzzles. Mm-hmm. And it's got the same action combat too. But yeah, Rogue Heroes uh, Ruins of Tazos. Recommend it. 20 bucks or catch it on sale. Uh, what else do I have here? Oh, Mid Journey is not a game. Uh, Mid Journey is an AI uh, that makes art. Um, I, I've known about these uh, for a little while. Uh, Captain Gummy was the first one. He he had subscribed to this bot that you, uh, you know, you prompt it with 
text and um it it will generate an image based on that and uh on mid journey the one, the reason i use this one is because it um it won a state fair competition somebody won a state fair competition mm-hmm. with an ai generated image and he did it on this or they did it on this um and uh it it raises a lot of questions like um is, is that you know, fair is that fair? Is it state fair? Um, it, it's just kind of, it's weird because, uh, yeah, it, it has to be prompted. The AI isn't creative on its own and you don't, you don't nail it on the first try. So uh, I put this link up here and these are all things that I created uh, today. I, I was sitting at my computer for like three hours doing these. Um, it doesn't take very long. It only takes one minute to generate an image. But uh, what it does is it gives you four samples of something that you prompt. So uh, let's look at the one. Um, well, the the two dogs that are hippies, that was easy. I just put Australian cattle dog, uh, red Australian cattle dog hippie. And so it made that. And there was two of the four that I liked. I enhanced those. Done. It, it took me a whole of seven minutes to this get this. This one those. has four eyes, dude. Four eyes. That's crazy. Yeah, because it's psychedelic, man. The, the, he's on the shrooms, man. It's um, trippy. I, I didn't put four eyes. You know, this is just what the computer came up with. So, yeah, this was all done in like four or five minutes. Um, the top three was Sam's mother. I was like, hey, give me some, some, give me some ideas. So she said, like, lakeside poppy field with um mountains in the background and then i had her pick the favorite one that she liked and then it, you're not stuck with that for one of those four samples that you get you can you can have four derivatives of the one you like and see four new versions of the one so you can continue to do that over yeah. and over and really nail it down to exactly what you want or something crazy pops up and you're like what the f-? yeah for sure um and so there, and then um, there's a few other options. I'll get better because I'm seeing people. My props are like big dog, you know. <laughs> and then some people's are like <laughs> 75 words, and they're coming up with stuff uh, like uh, this model here, this uh, galactic. Uh, that's Adriana Lima as a galactic fucking space queen or whatever. Um, the the one uh, that's with the a helmet on or whatever that's kind of what came up when i put digital logic digital logic and then like something else uh, i worked on it a few times that's like the third <laughs> or fourth iteration but um yeah i saw people oh this all happens on discord and it's almost like a chat room so you type in what you want while it's working on it other people's projects are like streaming by so um in you get to do 25 for free and in those newbie rooms, things, all kinds of shit's just flying all over the place. It's hard to even keep track of your own work because there's so many people working on different things. And, um, uh, yeah, you could see other people working on stuff, which is pretty cool. It, it's not collaborative, but I, I can see how <sighs> I ran out of 25 very quickly. So I paid, <laughs> I paid for the subscription, which is not bad at all. For 10 bucks a month, you get 200 images, which is great. Um, up to 15 an hour or right before they throttle you. But I thought it was, I was like, no way I'm going to go through 200 in a month. We'll see. But anyway, um, I just, I just thought of like a million dollar idea right now. Tell me if it's a good idea. So you use this AI to generate images, right? And so you get like a group of like eight people or you can really figure out the nitty gritty, but essentially what everyone does is a, it could be like a, a Jackbox game. Everybody puts in up to like five words that work with the uh, AI. And then once that's done, everybody has to guess the words that the other person used for that AI. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's fun. I don't know how that's going to drain or money. <laughs> sell it to Jackbox, dude. So oh, call, sell Jackbox. Call, call Jack right now. We'll sell it to him. Uh, we were playing Jackbox earlier. Did we put it on the show notes, Dave? No. no, we didn't. No, oh. we were just trying it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, while we were playing Jackbox, because I had this on the mind, I was like, oh, they should totally integrate this uh, into the Jackbox games. Um, what else was I saying? Oh, once I paid for the subscription, I went into the big boy channels. And those people were much more sophisticated. Like, 
that's where I started seeing the 50 word descriptions and, um, and the images were just so much more, um, refined. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and right. And it's a lot slower. There's a lot less people person, people per room. So I could see how people could be collaborative. Like, you know, you could, you could give each other thumbs up the whole time, but you could probably start private messaging people and working on stuff. But uh, this is crazy, man. This is, it's nuts. This is going to change a lot of things. Um, I started making DLG logos. I, you know, as I'm going to play with it a lot. It's like somebody who's had never had any artistic talent, but have always thought of having, I've always had a million ideas. This is such a great outlet. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. I like the idea of, uh, of being able to use it and then try and painting like what it shows up. Cause then it would be my own painting, but inspired by AI. Just kidding. Yeah. Copied. Copied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that does bring up that question again. Like how much ownership do you have over the image? And I guess completely, right? Cause you, you did the prompt and you did the refining. It's, it's a weird thought. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to change some things though. Uh, I, I think, think so the person, too. I think the person who won the competition told everybody that it was ai generated you know um but some people are not going to be forthcoming and so what do you what do you do with that is this going to lower the value of art yeah like i really hope that they are forthcoming because that is really unfortunate for artists you know that had to come up with everything completely from their mind right like i think it would be kind of one thing to like i said paint what the ai comes up with but even then but i mean at the same time like if you're staring at mountains and you paint those mountains you're technically copying what nature is already painted right so that would be similar in my opinion but to generate ai and then just copy that image and just print it that just feels disingenuous like in terms of art you know unless yeah. you're yeah like upfront about it you know what i mean like you're like ai generated it then that'd be like oh okay that's cool the first person, obviously, you start thinking about ideas right away. My my best friend growing up, he is invested in, uh, into um, T-shirt. He does it all at home, but he, he has a little T-shirt company that he does from home. And I was like, dude, this is perfect for you because he's not an artist. I was like, now you could just come up with whatever you want, make badass T-shirt designs and just make a bunch of money. That will be very cool. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Is he the guy that does the merch for DLG, which you guys can get if you go to dlgaming.net, uh, which, you know, the, the notes where you can find the Patreon or the link to uh, our shop and merch. God, I know we kept you around for a reason, Dave. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> we also got to get back to moving on with the highlights and shit, too. Uh, Nick, what you got? Uh, you're, you're muted. Nick. Sorry, I got to uh, play Cyberpunk. I guess I hit the zero button on my keyboard. Um, yeah, so I am no longer stuck in a loop. I'm no longer stuck in like a bug area as well. Um, I did have to adjust my graphics a little bit, but I do like what they've added uh, to the game so far. Um, it was really interesting having to level up right when I started because they wiped all your uh, stat points if you haven't played since like the huge patch came out. Um, game's still super pretty, runs really well. Um, I haven't seen any glaring issues, uh, like I had before where I couldn't move and I couldn't continue the story. I couldn't fast travel. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to keep playing. And if anything super interesting comes, you know, to mind while I'm playing it, I'm definitely going to mention it. Uh, Nick, did you, so you didn't have the feeling to, uh, start a new run? No, I didn't want to go through the prologue again. Yeah. Well, you could have done a different uh, starting, uh, whatever background, and seen the prologue of the other one. But anyway, yeah, because I I feel like I'm going to start from scratch, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm not very far in either, though, so that's easier. I'm like eleven hours, not eleven hours. No, I'm like four and a half hours in. All right. Um, I'm going to bring up Nova Drift uh, again, just because I really want to shout this game out. It is so much fun. Uh, this is the spaceship roguelike that's like asteroids. Uh, JP Diddy and I are in a little bit of a high score competition right now. 
Um, you know, I, I was like, dude, I got 88,000. And he's like, fuck. Like his top score was like, I don't know, 22,000 at the time. And then he sends me the screenshot of 480,000. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I've been chasing that. And uh, the game keeps changing, guys. Like I've put in, uh, I'll take a look at it right now. Um, but I've been playing like a good amount, right? And I am continuously unlocking stuff at a good rate. Like I, I, I keep feeling like I'm going to hit the end where like there's no more modifiers that I'm going to unlock. But every two levels, there's like a new modifier that can potentially change, change the game or a completely different archetype that changes the game completely. Um, or at least the way you play the game. Um, I also thought it was funny out of all the combinations. Of course, Johnny and I fell on the same type of uh, of, of build that we like. Um, so I've played for five hours, yeah. And I'm still constantly unlocking stuff. I would say if not every run, every two runs for sure. Um, sometimes you got to have a really good run and you'll unlock two, three th- things on that single thing, on that single run. Um, so not a bad word to say about it other than the controls are kind of weird, but that's the that's what they were going for. They were going for those original asteroids controls. Um, yeah, I would recommend this game to anybody. All right, nice. Over drift. All right, the last game. That's you, Days. Da da da! Breaking news. Thanks, Bobby. Uh, coming to you live <laughs> from the basement uh, of a crazy doctor. Crazy doctor here. You know, uh, cut to the gore. No, really, camera. Can we? Can we cut to the gore? Cut to the gore is the name of the game. It's not a game. <laughs> it's uh, it's I. You know what? I'd say it's kind of like an art movie piece. You basically load it up, and it. They call it a kinetic visual novel, which is that it just it moves from start to finish. You can adjust the speed of the text. Uh, I wish there was voice acting, but there's not. But I'm telling you guys, the story is so fucking compelling and just uh, wild. This game is gory as fuck <laughs> uh, and pretty pretty disturbing and pretty crazy, but r- done really, really, really well. It is basically in the style of a comic book, uh, and it's a dark twisted horror like comic book story of this mad doctor and this crazy doctor and this this shit that the she does and this whole world of this like tortured artist and shit it is a very fascinating story and it is so good i like started it yesterday and i got like an hour in and i honestly i passed out but <laughs> not from the not from the uh fucking game it's <laughs> from a, a big gummy <laughs> so <laughs> i woke up and i just i could not wait to finish this story and the, the whole thing takes about two and a half maybe three hours so it's essentially a movie like that's how i would treat it i would load it up and then sit back and watch it you're going to be reading a lot but I'm, it's so worth it if if you like twisted dark shit like it is it's great <laughs> were you looking behind your shoulder at all was it like creepy in any way or it was just like watching a good movie or a good it was movie? like watching a good movie yeah but like a crazy uh psycho ca- kind of killer movie you know what i mean it kind of almost brought me back to like 80 slasher flicks and stuff like it was disturbing what they were doing but it wasn't terrifying to me like it's horror in the same sense that like hostile is you know like it's it's pretty gory but it's actually really really well wit- uh written like it's very well written i was impressed i was like fuck but the one thing i don't like is i hate when they do this in games because they do it all the time time especially in visual novels like the talking when they're supposed to be talking straight up is just and i'm like oh god no just get rid of it like just fucking cut it out have it be silent dude or like play like i mean they do a really good job with the different visual or not visual but like the sound effects when things happen it's kind of like one of the characters like falls and breaks a bunch of glass and you hear glass break like right at the right moment so like they do have those moments that are really really good but i just wish that they just wouldn't have people talk because it's it's stupid <laughs> so. i haven't seen this done before this is interesting and uh i gotta hats off to uh whoever put this together because like you know some people are like, I got this story, and but nobody will give me the chance, and nobody will read my script, or nobody will be like, this, whoever put this together was like, you know, they wrote it out, did found an artist, and got their story out there. And it's this, really good. And people are gonna in, like 
see it and then you know you go for that from there that's it's great like it's awesome somebody might pick this person up for um some other writing gig now or just continue making these if they're successful like why not i hope so because it's so cool that they go the comic book route because it is almost like an art piece in a way like it's like an artistic um visual novel yeah and it's it's fantastic it's on sale right now which i mean it started off pretty fucking cheap but i think it's on sale for i want to say like two dollars maybe cheaper it's it's well worth it it was awesome and i mean it's cheaper than a movie and it felt like a very enticing fucked up one <laughs> it's very fucked up <laughs> you tell me 99 cents off i'm like go fuck yourself you say 33 percent off now you <laughs> here's perkups <laughs> that's right it's like the cool. it's like uh tell me it's 50 percent off i don't bet an eye but if it's buy one get one free i want it yeah 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 exactly exactly uh days uh how'd you find oh because you got a fucked up uh feed now huh oh god my yeah my steam um like discovery queue is definitely the crypts and the fucking caverns forgotten about in steam's huge library dude it's the weirdest shit i'll be going through it and it's like crazy stuff sometimes it's just dumb derpy shit we played the one game what was it cat pew pew or something like that one was kind of goofy as fuck too it was kind of bad but you know it's it's like a low design and you basically just are a cat around with a you know pointing pistol finger fingers and it's like a king of the hill because every time you shoot somebody it just like pushes them out so you're trying to push them off of this tower but i don't know it landed flat to me yeah i just i didn't like it yeah um so to recap everything we talked about today um on the radar we had disney card game it's actually called lorcana uh disney dream valley uh (laughs) bramble the mountain king the sinking city which is not one game those are two separate games uh oh you're gonna make me say this uh banana nabada (laughs) derber Um, then we had on the highlights we had uh, World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King, a classic, I believe, uh, Roller Dome, Rogue Heroes, uh, Ruins of Tassos, the multiplayer Zelda ish game, A Mid Journey, an AI a bot, um, God of War, uh, Cyberpunk, Nova Drift, and Cut to the Gore. Um, where yeah, where's the one? Roller Drone. I think I'll be playing that one this week. Nice. Cool. All right, before we move on to listener questions, quick shout out to NJ Slap, subbing for one month. Thanks, dude. Appreciate that. <laughs> Is that what we're doing now when we get subs? <laughs> I don't know. We need wanted, a thing. We need a thing. I wanted to change it up. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, we appreciate it. All right, let's get to those questions. We've got two of them today. One is from Dirty Harry 2070. In one of the podcasts, Emilio mentioned that he couldn't get into Terraria despite it being an overwhelmingly positive product. Have you got a similar experience with other well-received games? Is there a title you secretly don't like even though it is a game praised by others? I don't feel like I should have to answer this because like everybody knows I hate all the popular stuff. <laughs> it's a long list for me. He's like everything. Uh, yeah. For me, it was Zelda Breath of the Wild. It just, it just really? couldn't, couldn't stick with it. I know. Yeah, I tried. I'm 100 percent with you on that one. Like, I, yeah. I never got it. I played it for several hours, and uh, I, I'm like, best game ever. What the fuck? That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it, man. Uh, uh, for me, for me, it's definitely um, when Valheim came out. I was like, <sighs> man, this, this just sucks. I want to play this. <laughs> How I'm dare like, you? Why is everybody living? And then, like, when all these patches and everything came through, and I actually started playing it again, uh, I'm like, nah, it's not as good as everybody says, but it's pretty fun. It's okay. You know. It was weird too for me because I jumped on after you guys had like already built up a bunch of stuff, and you're like, you gave us a shack on the coast down the road, and we're like, they're like, you're like, work on that shit, and I'm like, oh, all right. So, like, I didn't have the full experience you guys did where you were all working together. You're like, we have portals, we have ba- his and hers bathroom, we have uh, the horse stables, <laughs> and uh, we have a death then... laser that can kill God. <laughs> and okay, see, see, 
Okay, I feel like I need to defend myself a little bit here because I started like day one with that. Sh- well, not day one, but I think I was like day two or three with that shit. Like a lot of us were on different time schedules, though. So like a good chunk of playing it was by yourself. And then, yeah, we would join up and shit. But we were always close by, dude. You could have just, you know, gave a little ring. You're always welcome. And then she pointed at a pile of rocks down the river, and you're like, that's your house. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, because you've got to put in the work. No, you got to pay your dues, bro. you got to pay your dues. We all pay our dues. I'm a millennial. I need uh, instant uh, satisfaction. You're like, uh, you're like, can I borrow a California shovel? She just shows up with a, fu- she just shows up with a fucking excavator or excavator. <laughs> Here you go. I was very proud of that portal room. That's that shit was sick. One of the top ten uh, digital wonders of the world. I feel like that was that was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was glorious. <laughs> uh, I actually couldn't see the top of it from the top of my rock pile. <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty. <laughs> I just wanted to show you what you could aspire to do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next question from Warconius. Did any of you spend much time with the Hitman games? I highly recommend them. It's like a murder puzzle game with lots of humor, tons of replay potential, and trying to kill someone with a rubber spatula. Hilarious. (laughs) Um, I played, was it the demo of the, there's a remake, right? Well, there's yes. a remake and a sequel to that remake. Okay. I played um, a few hours. I, I feel like it wasn't a demo for somehow um, of the either the, probably the remake. I don't think it was a sequel. I think so. But and we, remake seems kind of weird because it was, I don't know. They used the title Hitman. Like they just went back to the normal title, but it yeah. was very different than the other Hitman games. Um, yeah, they they almost made a... It's almost like a sandbox assassination game because you can, there's so many modifiers you can put either on yourself or the, I think there's daily quests that come up. So it'll be like, you know, uh, kill this guy, but sometimes it's not even kill. Make sure this guy doesn't die. And then it'll be all these like weird things you have to do too. Like, um, make sure the cook didn't, didn't see this one person and, uh, find out the information from this other thing. So, You'll just keep playing until you find the the shortest point between two, two uh, what are points? Two shortest line between two points. Um, yeah, you could keep playing it to advance how well you do again, or you could just make a whole new world and go and do an assassination on a yacht and throw the person overboard. Um, yeah, it's more of a, a of a sandbox. It's crazy how much you can get out of a very finely crafted environment. Like they, one of them is like a party, uh, like a ball. And like, there's so much shit and intertwining storylines are going on at that ball that you, depending on who you have to kill, it, you're going to have a completely different experience every time. And that's what they have. They're, they're, it's just this crazy world that you come at from different angles and every time you come from a different angle, it's a different story. So, uh, yeah, I had a good time with it. I didn't continue to play it, though. I haven't played the new ones. I, I went back and tried to play one of the old ones, but it was too old, and I, I couldn't get through it. But I've always wanted to get into the Hitman series because it's such an iconic series. But to be perfectly honest, the Hitman game I've played the most is Hitman Go. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, the mobile game. Yeah. I mean, they have it for Steam, and it's actually pretty good. Uh, Laura Croft Go, Hitman Go, all the Go games are, are they're, they're pretty decent puzzle games. They're very simple, but they, um, they're not easy. I, uh, I unfortunately missed the window for Hitman. I think like when a Hitman drops, it usually drops with a bunch of other stuff, uh, along with when, like, I believe when the original one came out, I was just like addicted to WoW, so I kind of missed it. I don't really have... There's always Hitman games coming out, or at least there were. The ones that they have now, uh, they have a lot longer of a lifespan. They release a lot of updates for them. Um, But they did eventually make a sequel to that new one. Interesting. Um, I want to say, yeah, they did. Uh, They made a third one. Or maybe I'm just looking at... uh, They gave away the first Hitman game, the remake one, on uh, uh, Epic Games not too long ago. And I'm looking on Epic, and it looks like they have Hitman 3 as well. And somehow I have it. 
So maybe they did make a, a third one. Yeah, Nicolas, I want to apologize. I was thinking about when we were playing WoW that this poor kid, man, he messaged me so much while I was playing WoW. <laughs> he, he would message me every hour on a couple times an hour just like hey want to go to the uh you know he was lower level he was like want to go do this am i in, i'm in the barracks in case you uh if you want to do something i'll be hanging out over here or hey in case you in case you forgot my phone number here it is and i'm like just like trying to do uh you know raiding and stuff like that and i'm like this fucking kid won't leave me alone every once in a while i'd go visit him and like Show him some slash spit, you know. Yeah, your character yeah, yeah, yeah. spits on me, and you run away yeah. on your mountain. I was like, so asshole. mean to you. I mean, you deserved now, it. But... You know what's the worst part is like one time I asked you for gold, and I was like, "Can I have? Just, I just need five gold so I can buy this weapon." Which, if you're buying weapons at like any level, but and before sixty, it's, there's not really a point. But yeah, you were like, "Dude, you're just gonna waste it. Just fuck off. Like you don't need it." And you gave it to me, and then like I remember just every day, but can I have another five more? Can I have another five more? It was a nephew yeah. tax. <laughs> and you were like, fuck off. Yeah. yeah. Good memories. All right. Well, that's all the listener questions we have. What's everybody playing next week? I'm going to be checking out Beyond the Wire. We got some copies of that. And I played a lot of Day of Defeat back in the day. Nobody remembers that game. They're all too busy playing uh, Counter-Strike 1.6. But Beyond the Wire reminds me a little bit of Day of Defeat, so looking forward to that. Hopefully there's enough players, though. Yeah, Day of Defeat is so hardcore, man. Uh, if you have a... Uh, you really have to think about firing lines in that game, because uh, somebody prone with a machine gun, you're not going to get past them. You're not. You're not even no. going to get close. You have to... Mm -hmm. You have to, And it's realistic, and it's just... Fuck, it's so hard to... Um, to walk down the street. You can't walk down the street in World War II. You can't. No. Or World War I. You can't. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to play Rolodrome. Ro uh, probably going to be fucking around with this AI thing a lot more. I paid for it. I'm going to fucking use it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? Um, oh, I got a war. Like right now, as I'm talking to you guys, I want to play God of War. Um, I realized... I, I kept thinking, talking to myself, and they're like, yeah, it's not that good. And then at some point, I was like, I'm having a really good time. Yeah. Uh, I'll most likely be playing that Disney Animal Crossing game, either with Leslie or watching her play it. Um, anything else, I don't know, to be honest. Hmm. I'm probably going to dive a little bit into my weird discovery queue and see what kind of things I discover. But additionally, too, more roller drone sounds great. Yeah, I mean, not what I'm playing, right, Days? <laughs> of course not, no. All right, guys. Uh, I think that is a show. Speaking for Nick, Chris, Amanda, Bobby, and myself, Roller Dome titties, anybody? Is there, mm. Oh, all right. <laughs> Every single one of you is shaking your head. All right. That's, uh, that's it. Bye. <laughs> Probably just saying I guess the exit song's going on. Yeah. Yep. I'm stepping all over it.